an official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So, Leslie, did you know that the typical household spends 1500 bucks a year on energy bills? And if you're writing checks this weekend, you sure do know. But Uncle Sam can help you shave up to 450 bucks off your energy costs. So gather up your energy bills and hit MoneyPit.com. Click on Ideas and Tips, then click Estimators and Calculators, and use the Energy Star Home Energy Yardstick to save some bucks on your house. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question. We will help you get the job done. Hey, are you getting ready for a big holiday meal with lots of visitors? Yes. Are you in a cleaning frenzy? I know you are, my yes, friend. Yes, always. You are Miss Clean. Well, just make sure that you don't clean your oven, at least not before the crowd comes over. Why? We're going to tell you in this hour's show. And also this hour, you know, your home is battling the elements all of the time. And in fact, your roof is the first line of defense, and it has to put up with quite a bit of a beating. And it's not just from snow, and it's not just from the rain. We're going to tell you about all of your roof's enemies and how to help you fight them. And also this hour, we're going to talk to an interesting guy. He is known as T-Chisel. No, (laughs) he's not a rapper. He actually started (laughs) as a union carpenter in the Boston area until an inquiry put a dent in his carpentry career. And that inquiry came from our pal, Bob Vila. Bob discovered Tommy McDonald. And now Tommy's doing an interesting project. He's actually working on a multi-million dollar piece of handcrafted furniture. And it's really cool. He's going to tell tell us all about it in just a bit. Wow, that's pretty crazy. That's got to be one giant chair. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you're looking for a new way to cook up your holiday turkeys and pretty much anything else, we have got it for you. We're giving away the Orion Cooker this hour. It's worth $149. And the only way to describe this miraculous cooking device is that it's sort of a cross between a grill and an oven, and it makes amazingly juicy, tender foods. You got to call in to win it and you will be so happy if you do. You know the number 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Leslie, who's first? Tim in New York has a toilet question. Uh, what can we do for you? Yes, uh, I have a toilet in my, my second floor bathroom and every time I flush it, it gurgles until, it, until it, everything flushes down. Well, if you flush it and it's like starving for air and like gulping, then yes. it's it's not vented properly. Somewhere the vent is blocked. Now, I'm not right. quite sure where that is. Okay. It's probably well, the, very it's on close. The second floor. No, I understand and, where it is in your house, yeah. but I'm trying to say in within the lines of their house, I'm not quite sure where the blockage is, but if it's if it's if it's somehow obstructed, mm-hmm. um 
that's why you get that kind of gulping sound because when you flush the toilet and you drop all that water down, it has to the, the physical space has to be replaced with air. And if it's not enough air, that's where you get sort of this gulping where it's sort of starving for air. So the vent pipe is, is, is obstructed. Have you tried to actually snake it out? No, I didn't, but we, drew, we took a garden hose and I went up on the, it's, it's a third floor house. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's an old house. And we went up on the roof, and he ran a, we ran the garden hose. And, was it and, always this way, or is this something no, that's changed? No, it just changed? happened. Uh, it happened back in February. Hmm. It's been like, just like this just recently. I have a feeling that something is obstructed. Now, um, have you checked the toilet itself? Because no, I, I snaked it. I have one of the regular toilet snakes, a rigid snake. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I ran the snake down it, it's, you know, and snaked it about 20 or 30 times just to be sure. So it's not it's not it's not possible that something is trapped in the body of the toilet. Uh, I mean, I ran a snake through. I don't know if you know if it, that will get rid of everything that might be. But you ran it from the bowl, right? And you're yes, sure I that you it, got I, it through the entire toilet yep, itself. I have. Yeah, it's right, the one well, that's with probably the clear. It's, yeah, it's probably it's, clear. It's, it's shaped like a J. Okay. Yeah. That's probably clear. Um, then I suspect it's somewhere below that, but but when you get that gulping air sound, it's definitely right. a blocked vent somewhere. That's what I thought it was, and when I went up on the roof, and I might yeah, just esca- down it. It's escaping you. It's just you've not found it yet, but I have a feeling that somewhere you're going to find a tennis ball fell in there, or a golf ball, or mm-hmm. something got in there, and it's <laughs> it's blocking some of the air, and that's what's causing that. Yeah, I was thinking about just changing out the bowl itself. Well, that's not going to solve it, though. But that's not going to solve it. Yeah, if it's, you know, if it's it's beyond the bowl. Yeah. All right, Tim, you're on the right I track, though. The time. All right, thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Taking a call now from Utah. Letha is on the line. What can we do for you? I have this wonderful old home that's on the historical registry. Oh, okay. congratulations! It's 107 years old, and it has four layers of of roofing materials. It has two that are cedar shakes, and then it has two that are asphalt. Okay. And I'd like to go to a um, a metal roof. My husband and I have differing opinions on how this should be done. I want to take everything off, and he thinks that you could put it over it. Well, you can put it over it. That's one of the beauties of working with metal roofs. You you can like put it over. Layers? Well, yeah, you can. I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting it over it, but I kind of tend to agree with your husband that I'd rather take some of that mass off the roof with four no, layers. No, I think that's Letha's opinion. Oh, it's Letha's opinion? You want to take yeah, it off? Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. Well, then I don't agree with you. No, <laughs> no I do agree with you. <laughs> the ladies um, win this time. I would prefer to take it off, but I will say that technically your husband is right. So we could put it all over all over all those. Well, I want to take it down and put decking on it. Oh, well, that's know, a whole start different... Start over with the whole roof because... Well, now, wait a minute. You it don't has have areas to... that, that don't see sunlight in the wintertime and get that um, snow and ice build in. Okay, well, that's a different story. If you have mm-hmm. areas that are sagged, that are not working right, then certainly you could sheathe it. And because you have a cedar shake roof, um, you don't have any sheathing on there. That Those cedar shingles would have been put on strips, mm-hmm. on furring mm-hmm. strips across those that roof. So if you want to go that route, that, that is absolutely fine. By the way, the underlayments on metal roofs are special, so make sure you use the proper underlayments, too. Is that the, what is that? That's the what material that goes under the metal roof. Because they do get hot, oh. there's a special underlayment for it. Oh, okay. A good, a good website to check is graceathome.com. They have the underlayments there for metal roofs. Yeah, another good website is the Metal Roofing Alliance. It's simply metalroofing.com. I'll give you some tips. And, and that metal roofing is pretty energy efficient today, by the way. It has a coating on it that uh, helps reflect heat. All right. 
I'll look those places up. No. I thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, Letha. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit, and we can help you get ready for all of those guests that are going to be ringing your bell between now and the new year because it is the holiday season. So if you want to get your house in tip-top shape before that bell springs to life, give us a call now with your home repair or your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, anytime you like. We will help you out at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Getting ready for all those guests. You know, there's one thing that you might not want to clean. It's your oven. We'll tell you why after this. Money pit. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Ream tankless water heater. A Ream tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Ream tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax. It's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the sensor i60 just for becoming a member you will save money with your membership we guarantee it call 1-866-REAL-HOME that's 1-866-REAL-HOME it's a no-brainer but you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. Money 
This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we talk about the ups and downs of home improvements, the fix-ups, the mess-ups, and if they've happened to you, the give-it-ups. Call us. <laughs> let us help you. The number is one eight 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 money pit If you do, one caller we talked to this hour is going to win the Orion Cooker worth 149 bucks. It's a pretty cool new outdoor charcoal cooker that combines convection, steam, s- smoke. It's like a turkey fryer without the oil and the danger, but it does a really <laughs> good job of cooking up a great meal. If you want to win it, pick up the phone right now and call us at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right. Well, I know everybody right now is running around scrambling to get the house themselves, everything ready for the holiday season because it does become quite a frenzy. And you do find that you're cleaning everything. And we're here to tell you, Tom and I, that you can vacuum, you can dust, do all of that to your heart's content. But please think twice before you turn on that self-cleaning oven, especially right before the holidays, because and you're going to you're going to appreciate this. Studies show that many ovens tend to break or perform inconsistently just after a self-clean cycle, which would mean really bad things if it's the day before the big holiday event. So give your oven a good wipe down, but save that big clean for after the guests and all of those big meals are done. That's right. Wait for non-critical moments in your oven's history. Don't oh, do it right before the guests show up. Call us right now if you need a home improvement question answered. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. The phones are lighting up. Leslie, who's next? Now we're going to talk to Gerard in New York, who's got an insulation question. Tell us about it. My house was built in nineteen forty-seven, and I have the plaster walls up. There's no insulation between the plaster walls and the brick face outside. So my question is, is it uh, cost-effective to rip down the plaster walls and put in installation, or I'm hearing about uh, blown-in installation that would maybe uh, be a better product, but I'm also hearing that the blown installation, after time, it settles to the bottom. Is there any type of uh, blown installation that's more of a foam type of uh, installation? Well, first of all, it's not installation, it's insulation. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, but you're asking, is it worthwhile to take apart plaster walls just because they're not insulated? Um, I would say no. I would have no qualms about properly installing a blown-in, um, probably cellulose-based insulation. Mm-hmm, but having a pro do it. But having a pro do it because when it's done correctly, it's put in under, under certain pressures that actually prevent it from settling. And this can actually be proved. You know, some of the insulation insulation companies, he's almost got me saying it now, mm-hmm. insulation companies. Some of the insulation installers have uh, have gear where you can actually take a, a, a thermographic picture of the wall after it's done, and you can see sort of before and after where the cold spots were and then where the warm spots are. So if it's done correctly, it can be very, very effective, and it's absolutely the way to go. Yeah, and if you start dealing with taking down that plaster, you're going to deal with a disposal situation. Yeah. It's going to be a giant mess, and it's not worth it just for the foam batting, that rolled up pink stuff. I mean, you can get the same effect from the blown-in stuff 
stuff without making a giant mess. For the, for a very short period of time in the 70s, um, there was a, a foam-type product uh, called urea formaldehyde foam insulation that had all kinds of environmental issues where people mm-hmm. were allergic to it. And now in new construction, we have isocyanurate foam, which we spray when the walls are open. Spray on the studding, right? On the studding, which is great. But in terms of an existing house and a retrofit situation, I think the blown-in cellulose is the best way to go. So um, I can just contact a regular contractor for that? or Well, an, an insulation contractor that's that does that on a daily basis. Hey, can we offer Gerard the uh, Money Pit Homeowners Association to help him hey, find one? why not? Why not? Feeling generous today. So I'll tell you what, Gerard, we will give you, to help you out with this, a membership in the Money Pit American Homeowners Association. It's a, a membership that's worth uh, about 120 bucks, and it gives you access to pre-screened contractors, as well as a whole host of other uh, discount services. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you very much. I just started listening to your show about a week ago, and uh, I'm <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a special right. section on installation contractors, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. You, Stop picking on him. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Gerard, if you hold on, though, uh, we're going to take your name and give you a phone number to call. It's 866-REAL-HOME, and uh, they will hook you up with uh, that Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And and by the way, folks, if you would like to try this out yourself, it's sort of like, uh, it's like a AAA, which you get for your car, but it works for your house, and it covers all kinds of services related to the home. Uh, we are giving away a Zircon laser level and a Zircon stud finder to the first 1,000 members that sign up. And the membership uh, also has a free 30-day trial period. So it's all available uh, at moneypit.com or by calling 866-REAL-HOME. Debbie in New Jersey needs some cleaning help. What's going on? Our house is four years old, and the flexible grout around the bottom of the tile, right above the basin, that little space in between, constantly mildews. So my question is, why does this continue to happen, even though we are constantly cleaning it and drying the shower after we use it? And what should we do about it? And is there a better product to use than that typical flexible grout? Hmm. Flexible grout. Are you talking Mm -hmm. about caulk? Yeah, it's um, it's sort of a beigey. <laughs> Can I have a tube of that flexible grout, please? <laughs> is it is it in between the tiles, or is you it where the tile the and the thing? basin meets? The, the, it's different than the grout in between the tiles. Right. Yeah, it's, that's right. Of course, it's because that part's not flexible. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about caulk. Okay. I'm not quite sure what kind of caulk you're using, but uh, let me tell you what you probably should use. Um, first of all, you want to strip out the old caulk and use a caulk softener to do that. It's like a paint stripper for it's caulk. It's going to help you pull it all out. Yeah, and get it all cleaned out. And then take some um, Clorox and water solution, bleach and water solution, and wipe down the joints so that anything that's there is cleaned. Right. And, and then pick up some dap. Wait, and before you do, let that whole area dry before you go oh, yeah, re-caulking exactly. it. Exactly. Um, pick up some dap kitchen and bath caulk. It's got an additive called microban in it that prevents it from growing any mildew or mold. Ah. And, and that's probably going to last a lot longer than what you're doing right now. Oh, thank you so okay. much. It's in the aisle next to all the other flexible grout, okay? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Debbie, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Bye-bye. Robert in Pennsylvania has a question about a home inspector. What can we do for you? I was just wondering if a home inspector has an obligation to let his client know that the house he's inspecting is a uh, modular home. Uh, let them know specifically it's a modular home. Well, 
You know, it might be nice information to know, but it's not a defect. I mean, a modular home is, is actually in many respects... It could respects, even be an asset. Yeah, it can actually be a, a made much better than a stick-built house because it's factory-built. I've been reading a lot about them, and uh, mm-hmm. they seem to be more square and better insulated. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, because think about it. You're building everything in an enclosed situation, so you don't have to worry about weather or time delays, and things are built soundly and efficiently indoors. Yeah, why do you ask, Robert? Did you buy one and, and, and you didn't realize it was modular? Exactly. Well, I mean, but it worked out for you because it's actually better built. Um, not necessarily is it, is it critical that a home inspector do that. I mean, if you want to know what a home inspector is responsible for, that's established by the American Society of Home Inspectors. Their website is ASHI, ASHI.org. And essentially, there's a standard of practice there that says what is to be reported on. And it, it really comes down to whether or not it's a defect. But a modular home is certainly not a defect. You know, it's like telling you that uh, how the house is built. It's good background information. It could be modular. It could be stick belt. It could be concrete block. It could be poured concrete. You know, it's nice information to have, but the fact that uh, it wasn't mentioned is not necessarily something that the guy did wrong. It just sounds like something that you would have liked to have known. It's unfortunately you didn't know, but it, it worked out for you because trust us, it is a it, it can be a much better built house than one that's constructed from scratch. Oh yeah, it's really good. Um, but I thought even the real estate in, uh, agent, because I, in ads I've seen where it's noted that it's a modular home. Well, trust me, real, realtors know very little about home construction. I spent 20 years as a home inspector. They, know, they don't know too much. <laughs> okay, well, They thanks. like to tell me what they knew, and it wasn't so much. <laughs> Robert, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Count your blessings. It's a good house. We've got Steve on the line who's looking at doing some brick facing on his house. Tell us about the project. The house is in two colors, and we want to cover the white part, the bottom part, with some kind of facing. The only one I can think of is brick, and I'm sure there's others. And so we need your help. What's on the house now? No, paint. Just it's paint. It's just paint. Is it cedar shingles? Is it siding? It's just a painted house? It's, it's cedar shingle. Cedar shingle. All so right. you want to take the, the, the shingles off? No. The shingles, okay. the shingles are on the top part of the house. Oh, the bottom part. The bottom part okay. is just paint. All right. You know, Steve, there's a great company, Owens Corning, and they are... Um, they I'm have right a- on as you talk. Owens Perfect. Corning. Owens Corning, and they do a synthetic stone material that you can use as siding for the entire house or the wainscoting, which would be the lower half of the house. And they have ones that look like brick, that look like slate, that look like flagstone, um, pebble, river rock. They're beautiful. They're very affordable. Um, they Approximately can- how much would that cost, say, for the bottom part of the house? It Roughly. depends on the material that you choose. I recently did a project with it, and it ran, and I only did the front of the house to keep it under budget. Um, but it, it was about... Without installation, I would say it was about $4,000 for the material. And then we did the install ourselves on my makeover show, The Ugliest House on the Block. But uh-huh. to have it done through a local vendor and their installer, they'll give you a good price. And the product is gorgeous. Good. The website's good. culturedstone.com. If you go to their website, you can put in your zip code and find a local retailer. It's a national company, so they sell everywhere. Oh, good. Steve, thanks for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. I thank you very much. You are tuned into the Money Pit. And hey, are you one of the people that could say, I build multi-million dollar pieces of furniture? (laughs) Well, probably not. I know of one guy who does, and he's coming up with us. He's a guy known as T. Chisel. That's right, my frizzles. And he's going to offer up some tips on your woodworking projects next. You live in a Money Pit.
The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Tankless Water Heaters, which qualify for a $300 energy efficient tax credit if purchased before the end of this year. Learn more at Ream.com. That's R H E E M.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974. You know, it's not every day that someone can claim to work on a multi million dollar project. But that's just what our next guest is doing right now. He was a union carpenter in Boston before a change of fate led him to the fine furniture business. He was handpicked by Bob Vila as a guest on his television program, and the rest, as they say, is history. He's known as T. Chisel of the Rough Cut Show at BobVila.com. We'd like to welcome Tommy McDonald to the program. Hi, Tommy. Hey, Tom. How are you? Good. So uh, you were a carpenter that made good, huh? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was on the big dig for... Uh quite a few years. Um, I started in the carpenters union when I was about 18 years old. And, um, you know, I went through the Robert T. Marshall Training Center and I became a journeyman and I got my builder's license and I had always done carpentry work on the side, but um, my main job was doing uh, heavy highway construction, you know, bridges, tunnels, all that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, and, um, plus or minus an inch or two didn't matter much, right? <laughs> yeah, none on that stuff, you know. Yeah, well, you're a man after my own heart. I see that you uh, you sold a five bedroom colonial and built uh, your workshop with the proceeds. Good investment. Yeah, I'm trying, you know. <laughs> hey, so tell me about this piece of furniture that you're working on um, through BobBila.com. I understand that it's a thirteen million dollar piece of furniture, and you are actually doing a a uh, a model of this. Tell me about it. Yeah, you know, um, I was just fortunate enough to take sound advice from people around me and i signed up for the um the providence um fine furnishing show last year okay and i had one and the director of the RISD museum her name is hope she saw my work and it had invited me to her museum you know right and i went through the museum and she basically told me i could decide to build whatever i wanted and uh use anything in her museum as a model wow and yeah i know it's flattering especially you know i've only been doing it for a few years so um, I saw a Boston Bombay secretary, and uh, I decided that that would be the piece, you know. So what's the history of this piece? It's called the Chippendale Bombay Secretary. How old is it? Uh, this piece is uh, from around 1760, 1780. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now back then, they didn't have the power tools that you have today. Do you feel like you're cheating a bit? Well, I don't have about 15 apprentices in my shop either, you know. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you know, I, I'm way over my head on this one, but... Uh, I have a lot of guys in my corner that have been helping me and guiding me through. I mean, it, it's it's almost absurd that I would even attempt such a piece, you know. It's it's really an intricate, involved, heavily ornate, um, geometric wonder. It's beautiful. I saw it at BobVila.com, and again, it's uh, your show there is called The Rough Cut Show. Now, with a $13 million piece of furniture, they didn't just let you go in there and take it apart to figure out how it was put together, did they? Um, you know, they practically did. They were really, <laughs> really? inviting to us. Yeah, I mean, I, I was flattered, you know, and I invited my, um, you know, the guys from com. They came down and filmed it, and um, the guys from the North Bennett Street School, and uh, we had a couple of art handlers there, and uh, it was really surreal for me because, you know, I'm not one to go into a lot of museums. It's kind of like a new world to me, you know? Yeah. So uh, they let us in there, and they opened up the drawers, and they pulled them out, and they flipped them over, and we talked about them, and, and we drew them, and we pulled patterns off of them, and wow. no one had touched this piece in maybe 100 years or so. Well, that's pretty impressive. So uh, what are the kinds of things are you working on right now besides this uh, this Chippendale? This is it. That's it, huh? You know, oh, that's yeah. your full-time this is, job? Uh, all commanding, and it's, I live, eat, sleep, and drink nothing but this piece. 
Well, if there's somebody out there that's thinking about getting into uh, furniture making as, as a career, any advice for them? You really have to be passionate about it, for one, you know, and if this is something that you really want to follow, just my, my advice is to start small. Pick things that you can build in a, in a short amount of time to feel good about it, you know, and try not to be paralyzed by perfection. Do the best yeah. you can at the, at the time that you're at and then move on, you know, and over time you'll get pretty good at it, you know. Great advice. Tommy McDonald, T. Chisel of the Rough Cut Show at BobBeela.com. Interesting story, Tommy. When do you expect to finish the piece? Um, I'm hoping by the end of uh, November. I was, it was, I was shooting for October, but you know, I think it's going to be closer to November. Hey, you can't rush a masterpiece. Tommy McDonald, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you. Man, what an interesting project. All right, well, here's something that's pretty mundane because you're around it all the time. It's always overhead, and you really take your roof for granted, I am sure. But you need to remember that your roof, it is being attacked on a daily basis, and not just when it's raining or snowing or facing weather elements. We're going to uncover your roof's biggest enemies and how to protect against them, all of them, right after this. Hey, 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 money pit. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the Stud Sensor i60 just for becoming a member. You will save money with your membership. We guarantee it. Call 1-866-REAL-HOME. That's 1-866-REAL-HOME. It's a no-brainer. But you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members, so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. <laughs> but you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Rheem tankless water heater. A Rheem tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Rheem tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. 
So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax, it's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we make good homes better. And you, if you've got a project you're working on or thinking about working on and you've got that burning home improvement question, well, pick up the phone and dial 1-888-MONEYPIT. Not only are you going to get that answer, which is going to make your life so much easier, we've got a really cool prize this hour that only one lucky Money Pit caller is going to win. And it's the Orion Cooker. It's worth 149 bucks, And it's a new outdoor charcoal cooker thing that combines convection and steam and smoke. And I know a lot of people love to take their turkeys outside this time of year and put them in one of those deep fryers. Well, this is way healthier than a fryer. And the Orion Cooker is going to zippily speed up the cooking of your 20 pound turkey to get this two hours so it is a great thing and let me tell you tom made a four pound chicken and it was the tenderest most tastiest thing ever and it is delicious yeah and we're doing the turkey the same way so give us a call if you want to win it the number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT 888-666-3974 we like to say that the show covers soup to nuts and floorboards to shingles because shingles are a place that breaks down an awful lot your roof is constantly being attacked day and night rain or shine Mm -hmm. ice, snow, wind, you name it. But without proper care, your roof is definitely vulnerable. The sun's heat, UV rays can cause the material to deteriorate and crack over time. And when rainwater gets in under those roof coverings, it can work its way into the roof deck and cause the structure to rot. That's why the roof is really the most important structural component of your house. So how do you take care of it? Well, it starts with sealing up the leaks. Mm -hmm. And in fact, many leaks aren't from a hole in a shingle itself. They're actually caused by flashing leaks. And you really want to think about good, tight flashings, especially around detail areas like chimneys or vents or skylights, anywhere you've got a protrusion from the roof or you've got two roof lines meeting because water can sneak into the house in these very vulnerable spots. And a lot of these threats that we're talking about, they can't be prevented, but a lot can. And we really recommend using a premium self-adhered waterproof underlayment like Grace's Ice and Water Shield. And this is something that's installed underneath the roof shingles and directly to the roof's deck itself. And any moisture that's going to get under those shingles will not find its way into your home's interior. And that's the goal there, keeping the inside dry. If you want some more information about the bevy of roofing enemies and problems and pitfalls and especially how to combat them, there's a great website for the Grace folks. It's graceathome.com. Lots of great information there. Or pick up the phone right now and call us. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? We've got Cynthia in New York, who's got a mold situation. Tell us about it. Well, my bathroom ceiling and along the walls has mold and mildew, and I never close the window, but it's there all the time, and I don't know what to do to take it away and keep it away. You say you never close the window, so your window's open all the time. Yes. 
Okay, do you have an exhaust fan in your bathroom? No, I have a window that opens and closes and yeah. it stays open. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, obviously you have high humidity in there. It's not venting very well with just the window. If you could find a way to get an exhaust fan in there, that would be great. Uh, if I'm assuming that you can't, so let me give you some step-by-step instructions on what to do here. First of all, to remove all of that uh, mold and the mildew and that's attacking the walls, you need to clean it with a bleach and water solution. I would mix up one-third bleach, two-thirds water. I'd put it in a spray bottle. I'd spray it. I'd let it sit and then wipe it down so that you can get rid of that. The next step is to take those walls and to prime them, and I would use an oil-based primer because that is going to seal in anything that's there. We don't know what the surface of the, of, the, of the walls are right now. You could have different soap deposits on it, which is very common in a bathroom. And if you prime it with an oil-based primer, that's going to do the best job of neutralizing whatever's on that wall at that point. And then the next step is to paint it. And when you paint it, you want to make sure you use a paint with mildicide. I'm talking about the color coat, the top coat. I would use a flat or an eggshell, and I would make sure that it has a mildicide. And you may even want to buy additional mildicide and add it to it. And that will give you a paint surface that's going to stand up as best it can to the propensity for mold to form on it. And uh, even after you get this together with the lousy ventilation situation that you have there, you may see some form. But if you get it off there quick, it's not going to build up. And that'll do it. Thank you very much. I think that'll be quite the thing to do. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. It's always amazing to me that the rule as far as building is that if you've got a window in your bath, you don't need an exhaust fan, yeah, but they never January, do the right? trick. It works in January, too, so you know, well. It's, it's not really sucking the moisture out of there by just opening it up. Yeah. What if you put one of those fans that sort of sit in the window and then you close the window on top of it that apartment dwellers have? Half the time, those those fan, those windows are in there next to the uh, next to the showers, so and they have water <laughs> oh, and electricity, and, and that doesn't mix. But uh, anything you can do to get a permanent vent situation in there is going to solve that problem, Cynthia. Talking to Joyce in Montana, where the roof is getting uh, kind of off of things. What's going on over there? Your shingles are falling off. Yes, they're they're falling off and they're curling up. Okay. And and the the roof is only about twelve years old. Hmm. So I, I is was, it a second layer, Joyce? Uh, no, this is a the house was built new and and this roof is the original roof. Oh, okay. Well, that's very unusual. But if they're falling off, they're telling you something, and obviously you're going to need to replace the roof. Yeah, that's a sure sign that it needs replacing. And I suspect, Joyce, that your roof is not ventilated properly and it's overheating because 15 years is not very long for an asphalt shingle roof to last. If the roof is, if the attic space is overheating, it's not vented properly, that can cause this exact condition because the shingles dry out a lot quicker than they normally would if it had correct ventilation. Okay. Okay, that makes sense because it does. There is a bedroom above the garage, and and it gets so hot in that bedroom that my daughter can't sleep in it in the summertime. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about proper roof ventilation because I think we're talking obviously about a new roof here. And this would be the perfect time to fix all these things. The correct roof ventilation would be a combination of ridge vents, which go down the peak of the roof, and then soffit vents at the overhang. And even if it looks like you may have perforated soffit vents, you need to make sure that the soffits are not blocked by insulation. If you have these two vents together, what happens is as the wind blows over your roof structure, it sort of depressurizes in the area of the ridge at the peak of the roof, and that will draw hot air out of that space, and it'll go in or pressurize at the area of the soffit. So you get this flow that goes in the soffit, under the roof sheathing, and out at the ridge. And that's a cycle that repeats 24-7, 365. So in the summertime, it takes heat out. In the wintertime, it takes moisture out. 
you've got to get this flow working properly. Otherwise, when you put your next roof layer on it, is again, is not going to last that long. Now, if you plan on staying in this roof for the long haul, we would recommend that you remove the first layer. Because especially in a situation where you're overheating, if you have two layers of roof, the first layer acts as a heat sink and will sort of store additional heat, and that will force the second layer to wear out that much quicker. It usually cuts about a third to a quarter of the roof life off the second layer. So strip the first layer, improve the ventilation, put a new layer of roof shingles on, and then you should get a roof that lasts you 20 or 25 years. Wow. Does it matter what type of shingle I use? No. A standard asphalt shingle is going to be fine. You know, lighter colors perhaps reflect a little bit better, but it's more important that you get your ventilation straightened out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Joyce. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. More great home improvement advice coming up in just a bit, including how to deal with the fact that your project just doesn't have a big budget. Believe me, I am queen of making it work on a little bit of money. And yes, you can take on a major renovation a little at a time. We're going to give you an example next. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you, driving around in your car, listening to the Money Pit, I bet you there has been a time when you've heard a question or heard a project or something that we're talking about, and you're like, well, geez, that's exactly what I wanted to know, but I missed it. Well, if you want to hear it again, you can catch everything, anything, even that little detail that you missed by going to moneypit.com, and you can play that whole show or that segment again. In fact, all of our recent shows are available online, and you can actually listen on your desktop by downloading a podcast, or you can even read and even search our transcripts. All of it is free. It's a ton of information on that wonderful website. And while you're there, why don't you click on Ask Tom and Leslie and shoot us an email question, just like Sue did from Asheville, North Carolina. All right. Sue writes, I just moved into my house, which has a typical insert shower tub combo. I'm a bathtub kind of girl. The tub is too small and is useless for adults. I plan to do a very small scale bathroom makeover, but I can't afford to do the whole thing now. Does it make any sense to get a new tub now and do the rest later? And the rest means flooring, vanity, cosmetic changes. I could live without it being mismatched for a while, but I don't know if I can live without a bathtub. I don't know, Sue. If you're going to do this job, you certainly have to do it in that order, not the other order, because mm-hmm. uh, removing and replacing that, that bathtub is the is the biggest part of the project. So I would suggest that you do do it first, and if you can't afford the rest of the fixtures, then put those off for a while. But I have a feeling that you're just going to get on a roll and find the money, because frankly, in the scope of all of that plumbing and construction work, you know, adding just a, those fixtures and replacing those fixtures, especially at the cost of them today, because I mean, you can go to a home center and the prices have come really far down. I mean, even the vanities, I'm seeing gorgeous wood 
custom-looking made vanities on the store shelves of home centers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it used to be all you get was the particle board white boxes, but now they've got some real furniture quality pieces there, and the prices are, are pretty far down. So I think you're going to probably end up doing it all, but certainly do the tub first. All right, we've got another one here. Timothy in Frederick, Maryland writes, My shower door won't stay closed when it's shut. It's a swinging door. My feeling is that the magnetic strip needs to be replaced. Well, how often should I replace that magnetic strip, and where can I find them? Uh, well, actually, whenever it stops sticking, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find those online, and you can find them in home centers. Those magnetic strips are actually handy for a whole bunch of things. You probably have used them for hanging pictures. Oh, gosh, the magnetic strips are great. You can use them for pictures. You can use them on your kitchen's backsplash for knife storage. I mean, there's really a ton of useful things to do with the magnets. They're inexpensive. They're easy to install, and you're going to be showering with that door closed in no time. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Hey, before we go, you've got a uh, new article coming out this month in Country Home Magazine. Tell us about it. Yeah, thanks. It's really great. In the November issue, which is on stands now, um, we take a really beautiful earthenware piece, a beautiful vase, and I turned it into a lamp, which is a really super great project, especially for this time of year when you want to make an interesting one-of-a-kind gift or just jazz up the home scenery for the holidays. Lovely project, really easy to do. And the December issue, which hits stands almost any day now, um, is all about holiday gift giving for that difficult home improvement DIYer in your life. So a lot of good information information there and I've been having a great time with Country Home. Now what's their website? Uh, It's countryhome.com. Countryhome.com. Hey coming up next week on the program you know one of the trickiest parts of laying flooring which by the way is the number one question we get asked about most frequently on this program is not working yourself into a corner. No it's not that. (laughs) It's making sure that the floor is straight. So coming up next week we're going to tell you how to make sure those lines are straight and true with an insider's trick of the trade. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.